0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of NBA DFS Today. I just recorded a podcast, and for some reason it didn't save, so I am so happy. We're going to do this again. Let's go. I love it. I'm going to be talking about the five-game main slate on DraftKings, and it starts at 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern. We're going to get you to all of those games and talk about them. Before I do, though, I want to go ahead and pump up that DFS pass, which is just $5 a month. And you can go ahead and get the pickums and the DFS delivery straight to your uh, email, discord, you know, whatever. Uh, Seven days a week, we are pumping out content like crazy. That team is just absolutely rolling. So make sure you get that. We have our um, in-season tools dropping soon, too, which are just absolutely incredible, Uh, you know, designed by Andre. But they are, like, you know, just the next level. Like, they are going to give you an absolute leg up on your competition so you're going to want to go ahead and get that so um you know cheapest thing here six bucks a month for the nba fantasy pass you can get the dfs pass for five bucks a month i'm sure we'll have some tools in there as well very soon but we do also have advice either way as well as all those content uh types that i said we would deliver daily but let's get to it man let's talk about some dfs i know that's what you're here for atlanta hawks at milwaukee bucks is our first game uh 6 p.m central start time um let me see. We have our uh, Milwaukee Bucks favor by seven point five points. We have a game total two thirty eight point five for that game, which is the highest game total on the slate. So that's definitely something to note. Um, you definitely want a piece of this game. Um, what I will say here is that uh, the Hawks have not looked good under Quinn Snyder. They have really struggled. They've been having a bad start to the season. The Bucks, on the other hand, with Damian Lillard, looked incredible the last time. Doesn't surprise me at all. I really think Damian Lillard fills a lot of the needs that those guys had on the offensive side for sure. And the defense, it's not going to matter because you've still got Giannis there and you've still got Brooke Lopez that are able to cover up any deficiencies in the defensive game. So I think, you know, um, the Milwaukee Bucks are serious contenders this season. I do think this is kind of a lopsided matchup, but I do still think that the Hawks have the ability to say in this game. I'm not trying to project this to be a blowout. Uh, that said, I also don't think the um, you know Hawks are going to win this game. I think the Bucks will certainly win it, but it might be a little closer than what the spread implies there. So, anyways, let's get down to what we're looking at here. And obviously, the two hot top point guards here, Damian Lillard and Trey Young, I think they make for really good plays uh in gpps especially because i think people will be not rostering them as much and so that makes him attractive to me so i think you know those are two guys you can definitely uh you know take a look at i'm not going to go ahead and just lock them into my lineups but if you end up landing on them or being able to get them into your lineups i do think that they make sense and uh you know i think people might gravitate more towards damian lillard than they will they will Trey young so i would say Trey young is probably the guy that I'm looking at most in, like, a large field GPP, which is what I like to play. Um, and I'm trying to get to him. I haven't got to him just yet, but I'm going to keep tweaking my lineups here up until tip. So so I do like those two guys. I don't currently have them in my dummy lineup, but uh, but they are, you know, sitting there in my player pool. Uh, another couple guys I'm looking at here, uh, obviously no Chris Middleton so that's something that's important to note. You know, a couple of guys that are going to get flocked to here are Malik Beasley, which I don't really like because, I, you know, he's so dependent on scoring points in his shot. And as we all know, with shooting and basketball, there is no guarantee that shot can absolutely be off any given night. So uh, he's not a guy I'm looking at. I'm instead looking at Jay Crowder at 4,000. Uh, Jay Crowder at 4,000, I mean, he just had 27 minutes in that first game. Uh, only four shot attempts, but he had the supporting stats like he always does: four rebounds, two assists, two steals. He has just a nice floor uh, with all those supporting stats. That's still five x value. Uh, he, uh, Twenty-one uh, DK points is what he got. So that's still five x value at the four thousand dollar price tag here, and he's got considerable upside. I think he can end up with pretty, like thirty DK points, was is super feasible, and that would be seven point five x's value. So for me, I think you know, there's not really. Uh, much of a reason to not roster him. I think he's going to absolutely end up in my final uh, lineup whenever I get that um, put together. So uh, I do love to see some Jay Crowder. On the other side of the basketball, the other guy I'm looking at at 4,900 is Jalen Johnson, a new kid on the block here, Uh new you know, name that we're all kind of getting used to in, in the season-long fantasy. Although I will say if you're a Sports Ethos subscriber, you're not really considering him new because we've been touting him all off-season. So, you know, that's a big win for us. We knew that he what this guy was going to be, and he's uh, even exceeded our expectations. So he's just had an incredible start to the season. And what's really jumping out is that he's been getting just buku minutes 29 minutes in the first game, 30 minutes in the second game. Um, I mean, if he's going to continue to get those minutes and he's under 5k, I don't see how you fade him. I really don't. It's gonna, it, it just seems insane to me. Uh, to not play this guy. Uh, 20, or 30, Sorry, 39.25 DK points in the first game, 27.75 DK points in game two. And um, this, this isn't, I mean, you know, he's shooting it really well. He's shooting it somewhere around 66, 67% from the field for the season. And that's not going to stick. There's certainly going to be some regression there. But even so, um, you know, really all he has to hit for us is what, 25 DK points to hit 5X value. And I don't see a reason that he can't do that as a safe floor. So, uh, given his role, I mean, he is just his skill set, his athleticism, is something that this Hawks team has missed uh, in their lineup. So I just feel like he's got a very solid role, and there's really no reason for them to take it away. Um, he is feeling, you know, he he's a guy that they need to give minutes to continuously. So, uh, so I do like me some Jalen Johnson also at 4900 before people start catching on and start playing him like crazy because they still aren't just yet i don't project ownership to be super super high um so we'll see how that goes uh obviously for me i'm just personally projecting those right now so i don't uh have any solid data behind that i just really um in my my heart don't feel like that's going to happen where people are just going to flock to jalen johnson when there's other guys that are 5k and under that are more popular on this slate uh golden state warriors at houston rockets uh, four point five point favorites in favor. Uh, the the Warriors are favored. 2, seven point five is the game total here, and I just think you know this is a lopsided matchup here. Um, I really do feel like the Warriors are gonna put the Rockets away in my heart of hearts, but in my brain, I'm saying that's probably what everyone's thinking. Is the Rockets have really struggled yet again to start this season and had two tough losses against pretty uh, beatable teams. Um, and the Warriors, uh, are the Warriors. I mean, they've been playing very well. They play, uh, at a high level. Um, you know, they're a little older now, but they're still just kicking along, uh, doing what they do. And they added, uh, Chris Paul here. So, uh, you know, I, it's, I've, Curry is questionable. Let me say that Curry is questionable here. Um, I don't think that, re- I, you know, Jeremiah Green say he's targeting this for return. If Jeremiah Green does return in this game, I don't see there's any reason that, uh, Steph, Steph Curry if he can go that he won't go so I do think you know if Draymond Green plays Steph Curry plays I think Draymond Green does play so therefore I do think that Steph Curry does play um, he's got left foot soreness I don't think it's super serious I think it's going to be totally fine so uh, I do think those guys play I think they're going to play at full strength I don't know if they play a full four quarters though that's the thing I think you know they can put him away in three it's possible But let's play the contrarian. Let's just go against our own gut here and talk about what goes on in our head. Because if we want to be contrarian and say, hey, the Rockets can stay in this, who's going to keep them in that game? So I've got Fred VanVleet in my GPP lineup here. He's 7,300. And I just think that's too cheap. You know, he got 50-point DK upside. He just scored 50. I uh, just had a big game. I don't feel like I'm chasing here though because the the Rockets are going to need him to shoot the basketball. He had 20 shot attempts in the last game, and and I, they just need they need that to happen. And this is a you know a plus matchup here where you got the Warriors. They like to go up and down the court and um, you know get the first shot available to them, and you know then the shot then the rebound happens and you're off the other way. So uh, I like Fred Van Vliet here at 7300. Uh, I think he's got some nice upside. I played him on the last site too, where he had a really good game. 45 minutes in the last game. He's not going to get that again, obviously. Um, I think that was an overtime game as well. But, uh, you know, he'll get somewhere around, like, with the first game he had 34 minutes, so somewhere around there. Hopefully he shoots the ball well. If he does, I think he definitely pays off his price tag for us. He's one of those guys, I mean, he's got, like, um, the price, the upside of a guy that's, like, 8500 but he's only priced at 7300 because there is some built-in risk there. With the bottom absolutely falling out with with uh, Fred VanVleet, if he doesn't, if his shot's not falling, it's kind of hard to have him on a court, honestly if the shot's not falling because the defense is, uh, I mean, it's he does his best, but he's so small. <laughs> There's not much he can do on the defensive end, so um, he needs that shot falling to really be a plus or on the court. So um, that needs to happen. If it doesn't happen, then we're in trouble because he does get pulled uh, for other guys probably. Um, or at the very least, he just becomes less engaged in the, in the game and uh, doesn't put up the numbers we're looking for. So there you go. Uh, hopefully, we get his shot falling here. Um, some other guys, though. I mean, uh, on Houston, I also like Alperen Sengun. I I know this is funny because I really am not a Shingoon fan. I dislike him. I think um, you know, Imiadoko is talking about their defense having issues, which it absolutely does. Their defense is really bad. Um, but if that's the case, I mean, it, it, if they're going to blame the defense, the first guy they're going to start blaming is they're going to start blaming Alperen Shigun. And, you know, fair or not, I mean, he's not a good defender. He has a hard time defending the pick and roll. We all know this. There's really no, no path for him to get better just because of the size of him and the way that he moves. It's just, it's difficult. So, uh, Jacques Landale is injured here. He's out with a concussion. So, I think, you know, Alperen Shingun, his minutes are safe. If I have to land somewhere on Shingun, I would say play him. He has massive upside with the points and rebounds and assists. I just, I'm worried because I just think that if they wanted to switch something up in this lineup, that would be the first thing I would do. Um, But, you know, with no Jacques Landale, maybe they just don't have a better option. I, you know, maybe just sliding Jabari Smith over to the center for, you know, 10 minutes a game might be where we go eventually, but um, maybe it's not this early in the season. So Alperen Shingun is currently in my dummy lineup. I'll probably find ways to try to work off of him because I'm a biased human being, Um, but I do think he is a good play here given his salary and the situation uh portland trailblazers at phil uh, before i get into this for you real quick i just want to go ahead and shout out our guys at the nba fantasy pass who are just absolutely crushing it uh we have daily uh you know uh, pieces going out pickups of the night we've got layup lines where we go ahead and preview and give you streams of the day for every single game there's just so much good stuff there we're also going to have in seasons tools that are dropping very soon i'm told by the end of the weekend so hopefully that'll happen here uh, tomorrow night Uh, Or yes, tonight, (laughs) technically, uh, since I'm recording so late. But uh, hopefully we will go ahead and get those tools going for you guys so we can uh, increase the value of that $6 a month for that subscription. Just $6 a month. Uh, And you get so many gosh darn good goodies. Um, I don't know how you're not doing it already. I really don't. You're crazy. You're you're playing at a disadvantage. But hey, that's you, bro. Do you. Uh, All right, Portland at Philadelphia. Probably don't need to go too in-depth on this one. Um, Portland to Philadelphia, we've got a 9.5 point spread in favor of the Sixers. 218.5 is the game total. It's a very low game total. We were expecting a blowout, it looks like, and I don't blame anybody. The Portland Trailblazers have been really, really bad. Um, And I don't feel comfortable going the other way with this one. I don't feel comfortable in the talent that the Trailblazers have right now. I think that they are on their way to having a decent squad eventually. Um, and you know, I do oscillate on that. If you guys are in the discord, I, I did first game of the season back the trailblazers, I think against the spread and, and they didn't, they didn't come through for me. They've just been getting blown out left and right, but they, uh yeah, they still have some veterans here. And speaking of veterans, I mean, one guy I'm looking at for DFS is Malcolm Brogdon at 5,000. I mean, no, Anthony Simons, obviously. And, uh, she sharp is, is one of the guys that's, that's kind of stepped up and, and had really big games. Obviously, Henderson also is a guy that people look at, uh, you know, as a guy that could step in there and cover some of that um, usage that Anthony Simons is giving up. But Malcolm Brogdon is really the the vet that has stepped in and, and had you know nice nice games already for them, uh, and just been a stabilizing force. So I you know I wouldn't be surprised to see him get continue to get you know good minutes and a role and continue to showcase him. Hopefully for for a trade partner it looks like, but. Uh, you know, around 30 DK points the first two games. Uh, he hasn't had an incredible shooting night yet. I mean, he did shoot 50% the first game, but, um, you know, shot decently from three as well. But it just feels like he still has upside there, even beyond the uh, 30-ish DK points he's got in those first two games. So I'm looking for like 35, 38 DK points, somewhere in that range. Hopefully he can reach that for us. Uh, I think he needs some more assists for sure. Uh, maybe a steal or two and then just give us what he's been giving us, which is somewhere around, you know, 16, 17, uh, well, 18 points, and then maybe somewhere around uh, three or four rebounds. That's it. Give us that, and you're going to go ahead and pay pay us off at that 5,000 price tag. I think it's absolutely doable. I'm hoping he gets a few extra minutes. If the Trailblazers happen to stay in this game, he should be uh, out there for them because I do think he's the best option for them right now um, at the guard position over guys that are still learning and still getting better. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Uh, um not seeing a whole heck of a lot else I like here to be honest with you guys. So I am going to move on. That's really the only play I've got out of here uh so far. But of course I will be changing this so go ahead and get that DFS pass so you can hang with me in the Discord and we can chat about it. You can ask me questions all day if you'd like and I'm not gonna answer them necessarily all day. But if you tag me I will get to it eventually. And, uh, yeah, makes me happy. Uh, anyways, let's talk about the Lakers at the Sacramento Spur, Spurs. Well, Sacramento Kings. And let me see if I can find a line for this one. Lakers at Kings. We've got a two-point spread in favor of the Kings. Excuse me. Uh, 234 is the game total there. Uh, and, yeah, I'm excited about this one. I think these are both like same tier teams i think this is going to be a competitive game as long as both these teams show up um i'm not going to get fooled by that 9900 simonis just because it says uh opponents rank against that position uh position 30th i'm not you know that's not <laughs> that, that seems like fool's gold to me uh it's most probably a fine play but i just don't i don't see the the ceiling of this one up against uh all-time defender in anthony davis who speaking of which is somebody that i'm looking to sped up on here i do like anthony davis again at 9100 forgive me i cannot quit you anthony davis you're probably going to let me down again and you know it'll probably be the fifty hundredth time you've done that but uh even so you've also come through for me uh plenty of times as well the sacramento D kings defense we all know is not very good uh, it's been bad and I really do think, you know, in a vacuum, you're saying AD against, uh, you know, Sabonis. Uh, I mean, I'll take AD all day. There's no no way around it. I think AD has um, specifically the defensive skill set to give Sabonis some problems. And then on the offensive side, uh, he should be able to cook uh, Sabonis there as well. So, So give me some Anthony Davis here. I'm going to go ahead and back him. I also like D'Angelo Russell at 5,700, so I'm all over these Lakers. That's the only two I've got in my lineup right now in this game. Um, But D'Angelo Russell 5,700, I was at him last time. And just, I I mean, the minutes, you you can't fade him because the minutes are just there. 36 minutes in game one, 33 minutes in game two. If D'Angelo Russell is going to get those kind of minutes and the kind of shots that he's been getting, 12 shot attempts in the first game, 16 in the second one. It's very hard to fade him. And, you know, I do think eventually Gabe Vincent does take over. But they they showed a very, uh, you know, willingness to play D'Angelo Russell and Gabe Vincent together. Gabe Vincent played for Torian Prince instead. So there's still minutes for Gabe Vincent out there. So I am still bullish on Gabe Vincent. I'm just less cautious, I guess, about D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell's role feels safer now than it did when the season started. I thought maybe... This is a guy that will lose some minutes as the season progresses to Gabe Vincent, who I think does fit what the Lakers need better. Um, but it doesn't that does not appear to be the case. So I don't think D'Angelo Russell is great, but he's going to shoot the whole ball a whole bunch. He's got the ability to put, give you assists. He's got the ability to give you steals, um, all that good stuff. So, yeah, we're going to go ahead and roll with some D'Angelo Russell at 5,700 there. Uh, all right, zooming right through this, though, that's that's really all I like there. Um, you know, you can make the case for some other guys here. Uh, you know, Gabe Vincent is only 4,000. I do like him as well. Uh, I, yeah, that's really the only one I would feel comfortable saying. The other guys are kind of iffy, right? Like, like for uh, for instance, uh, Torian Prince, 4,100, that's attractive, but do we know if he's going to play or is Gabe Vincent going to play over him? It's like one of the other kind of there. Um, Kevin Hoerter has been really struggling. He's only 4,200. Does he turn it around and have a good game? That would, that would be huge for them, obviously, and huge uh, a huge win for you if you d- decide to roster him. But I just can't bring myself to do that. No, I just don't like any of those other plays there. All right, let's play, talk about the last game here. The Spurs at the Clippers. This is an 8.5. Point spread in favor of the Clippers. It's 229 for the game total. And uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, that that, that seems fair. Um, Clippers have been a different team this season to start. They've looked engaged and ready to go kick butt. So maybe that is what happens here. Maybe, you know, maybe this team finally becomes that team we were all hoping we would get uh, last season. I don't know. We'll see. Um, either way, I don't have anybody in my current dummy lineup that's in this game, to be honest with you. Um, but there were a couple of people I looked at. I did look at Russell Westbrook at 6,800. This is a nice uh, Russell Westbrook-type game. I mean, they're playing a, a team that's not very good. Playing it also a guard rotation that's probably one of the poorest in the league in terms of defending opposing guards. He's a bigger guard. I think he can give, uh, especially if he gets minutes against Trey Jones, he can give him fits. Um, very, you know, very much so, but 6,800 is kind of a tough sell for me with that price point. It's a lot higher, uh, by about 1,800 than most of the guys I'm looking at. Uh, and I just don't feel super confident that he's going to return that for me. So I don't have him in my lineup, but he is a guy that I did look at. Um, you know, obviously Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, I just, you know, if you think this is going to be a close game, then one of those guys should absolutely be in your lineup because it's going to be a close game. Um, those guys are probably going to go off and have good games themselves. It's just going to be a matter of the Spurs guys having good games too to the point where it it becomes a tied game at the end. Uh, We've also got, um, you know, no one too exciting. I mean, 5,800 for Zach Collins is is fair. You know, Sohan was one of those guys we kind of looked at the beginning of the season, but now he's 5,100. I'm not not into that kind of price tag there. So um, I think, you know, when it comes to pricing, these guys are all kind of priced up here. I mean, Victor Womenyama, I think he has an incredible ceiling, but against the Clippers, that's that's tough to imagine. He has a ceiling game against Clippers, and I'm not... I mean, he's 8,000, and I've got two guys that are under 8,000 that I think have similar upsides and, and better matchups, so I'm not jumping at the bit here. Um, I, I'd rather play Shingun, probably. Hmm yeah i think i would in a vacuum i think i would rather play shingoon well this isn't a vacuum in this scenario with shingoon playing the warriors who to have no real center and victor yama playing against um you know a very a pretty stout clippers defense uh, that has multiple defenders that will want to give him the business i, I just i yeah i think i'd probably rather play shingoon which is kind of crazy <laughs> Um, but there you go. So I'm not on Victor Wimbanyama here. Uh, if if he ends up having a huge game, he's going to bite me and that's what it is, what it is. Um, but yeah, that's really all I'm looking at. So just scrolling to make sure i'm like Wait, that it? so that's it that's gonna do it for us guys that is all five games here on the main slate it is late i am gonna go to bed um but if you guys do have the dfs pass i will be up in the morning to answer any of your questions and uh yeah, absolutely willing to do that for you guys if you just pay the five dollars a month It's really really very simple uh, i am keith Corky. you can find me on twitter at, at ethos keith at ethos keith and uh yeah please do like and subscribe wherever you are listening uh give us a follow um, but yeah go uh, go to sportsetos.com get that NBA fantasy test DFS pass all that good stuff until next time everybody hey go get that money